Hebrews 11, verse 7. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, condemned the whole world, and became heir of righteousness, which is according to faith. Genesis 8, verse 15. Then God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of your ark, you and your wife, and your sons and your son's wife with you. Genesis 8, verse 18. So Noah went out, and his sons and his wife and his son's wife with him. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and took every clean animal and every clean bird, and offered a burnt offering on the altar. Genesis 9, verse 1. So God blessed Noah and his sons, and said to them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and fill the earth. Father, we are grateful to you this morning. We pray that you will speak into our lives. Release grace and anointing in this place that will make the proclamation of your word effective. Every resistance to the preaching of God's word, we bind them in Jesus' name. Every critical spirit be still. To Christ be the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. We will continue with our theme, What Moves You? Praise the Lord. What Moves You? you. We are constantly moved by forces, internal, external. And as much as we yield to the moving of God, we can be directed into the very destiny that God has for you and for me. We read about Noah that Noah was moved by holy fear of God. We could be moved by holy fear of God. We could be moved by faith. We could be moved by the spirit of God. We could be moved by the voice of God. On the contrary, we could be moved by the beckonings and the wooings of the world. We could be moved by the trends of this world. We could be moved by the fads and the fashions of this world. But a child of God ought to be moved by the Spirit of God. Those who are led by the Spirit of God are called the children of God. We need to be moved by God and His Spirit. Last week, as we were pondering on God's Word, we said that within the move of God, or within the moving of God, there is a realm of staying still in the presence of God. Being moved, in, moved by God, being moved by the Spirit of God, by faith and fear of God, also is inclusive of the fact that there is a season within that move where you have to be still, patient, waiting for God. Praise God. Hallelujah. We see Noah was moved by God, the fear of God, to build an ark. And we heard about the upward move, we heard about the move into the direction of God, into the purpose of God. And finally we see that Noah was ready. He opened the windows, looked out. And he did what is 
needed from a human perspective. But he still waited within the ark. 13 and 14 verse in 8 chapter 8. We see that after he looked, he took the roof off. After he had the evidence that the water has ebbed away. The dove, dove came back with a olive leaf. leaf still stayed in there. Finally, the Bible says he took the roof off and he saw that the ground was dry. You read that, after that, he still stayed in the ark. Close to two months. Till he heard the voice of God saying. That's what we heard in verse 15. We heard what the Bible says, and God spoke unto Noah saying, Go forth of the ark. Thou and thy wife and thy sons and thy son's wife with thee. Praise God. We heard about the holding pattern of God. When God puts us on a hold, tells us to stay put. Just stay. Just linger. Praise God. Even though the visual that Noah had told him that the ground was dry, God put him on a hold. For over close to him, close to two months. Praise the Lord. See, our visuals, our insights, and our foresights are limited. We should never forget that. We quite often we want to move based on what we see. Praise God. There is a big difference between moving by sight. And moving by faith. There is a big difference when we hear the voice of God and move. When we hear the voice of God and move. It tells God and it tells us that we rather trust him. His word than our own intuitions. Praise the Lord. Noah saw that the ground was dry. Yet he stayed within the ark. Till he got a word from God saying, go forth. Praise God. How much you and I ought to be people that are aligned to the voice of God and move according to the will of God, according to the word of God, according to the plan of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We have to come to conclusion. That God's ways are always perfect. The word says so. That God's timings are always perfect. When we try to jump the ship. When we try to jump the gun. When we want to move in our own time. There is always errors that comes. Sometimes costly ones. Praise God. But when we linger for him. It will never be. We will never be sorry. Praise God. So we come to verse 20 today. The man who was moved by the holy fear of God. Did what God wanted him to do. Finally it was the voice of God. That made him to move out of the ark. Praise God. And then you see the man who was moved by the voice of God. The word of God, we see his first act 
as he enters, he egg comes out into the dry ground. The Bible says, Noah built an ark unto the Lord. The first act. As soon as he steps out of the ship, he didn't go scouring to check things out. Of course, he would be curious. But doing, rather than doing anything else, the first thing that he does, as soon as he steps out of the ark, is he builds an altar to the Lord and offers a sacrifice, hallelujah, to God. What a beautiful thing. Think about our first acts. Our first acts. During the Gulf War, you know, America was involved in, 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 in the invasion in, in Iraq. It started with the Desert Shield. Then President George Bush said, we're going to draw a line in the sand. And he called it Desert Shield. Desert Shield eventually became Desert Storm. America and so many other countries of the world was involved in this war. Pushed Iraq out of Kuwait. And in this process, we know that our soldiers were involved. And one of the soldiers who was involved in both Desert Shield and Desert Storm was in that desert, in that wilderness for quite some time. And he had an emergency at home. And he was called back home. The military gave him an opportunity to come back home for a short visit. And there was such a, such a hype about it as this one soldier was coming back home for a short period of visit. Sorry, short period of time. The press was all gathered. The reporters were there as the flight landed. And this, show, this soldier, he gets off the plane. And the first thing that he does... As soon as he gets off the plane, he kneels down and he kisses the ground. He kissed the U.S. soil and he said, it is so good to be back home. In the process, he was so excited that he kissed the ground. And when he got up, he said that I'm so glad that I'm back home. He forgot that the dirt from the tarmac was all over his face. And he started spitting, trying to get the dirt out of his mouth. But the, the, the passion and the emotion and the excitement of his heart, after being in the desert for weeks, coming back to the United States, he was so glad and excited that he loved his country. And to be glad that he was back, he kissed the ground. Let me ask you, my friend, what's your first act when you wake up from sleep early in the morning? What's the first thing that you do? Each day is a gift from God. Each day is a fresh, new gift from God. But what is our first act as we roll off our bed? What do we do? Think about it. 
You and I are involved in so many activities every day. Praise God. This man here, Noah, his first act after he got off the ship, off the ark was to build an altar unto God and offer a sacrifice unto God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Do you know altars has so much significance? The altar that you build unto God can alter your life. Altar, A-L-T-A-R. Altar that you build for God can alter your life, A-L-T-E-R. Alter your life, alter your lifestyle, even reshape your destiny. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Alter our destiny. Praise God. You look at the Bible, and you see there are so many things that are mentioned. But let me just take you to the ark. Look what this man does. He takes the clean animals of the clean animals and the fowls, and he started offering, and he offered a burnt offering unto the Lord. Noah did not think that it was a waste of the resources that was already depleted. Think with me. It was not out of the abundance, mind you, every living thing on the face of the earth was gone except what was left in the ship, in the ark. Out of that, he, he thought it was absolutely important that he had to offer a sacrifice unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Think about that. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took off every clean beast and of every clean fowl and, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Praise God. No, not leftovers for God, but the very best for God. The first thing, the first act that you and I do every morning ought to be building an altar unto God. Praise God. My friend, when was the last time you built a personal altar unto the Lord? When was the last time you had a family altar unto the Lord? How much importance, significance does worship have in your life? Praise God. Last week we talked about the windows. We ought to be people who make the most of the windows of opportunity that God gives. Praise God. Some of the seasons, some of the opportunities would never, ever come back. Praise God. 
Your first act reveals what is significant and important in your heart. Your first act that honors God speaks volumes. This is probably not the first time Noah built an altar unto God. See? The habits that we cultivate in the realms of God and godly things determines our everyday decision for God. Window of opportunity. Use the window of opportunity that God gives you to exalt Him, to worship Him, to glorify Him. Thank God the first wave is over. Reports say that the second wave is coming. Between the first wave and the second wave, I believe if the second wave is coming, this window of opportunity that God gave is going to close. If so, if so, what did you do with the window of opportunity that God gave you? Praise God. Hallelujah. What did you do with the window of opportunity God gave you. Praise God. Did you build an altar unto the Lord? Did you linger in the presence of God? Did you offer sacrifices of praise unto God? What did you do with the window of opportunity that God Yes, it is very important that we remain safe. That we take care of ourselves as much as humanly possible. But the question here is, in the order of things that you did, in this window of opportunity God gave you, what did you do? Praise God. How many of us thought that it was important for us to give the very best of our time? The very best of our energy. The very best of our resources to God. Praise God. After being locked down. When there was a window of opportunity. The world went berserk. People went all over the place. It's good. I don't know what you did. Some went to the beach, some went partying, some had social gathering, some went apple picking, some went berry picking, did everything but never thought it was important to come into the house of God 
and to worship him. Think about it. Think about it. That window of opportunity that God gave you. You could do everything, had time for everything, but never occurred that you could come into the house of God and give him praise and give him glory. You felt it was okay and safe to go everywhere else, but to come into the house of God. Don't get me wrong. I also went berry picking. Had a good time. And if God willing, we are planning to go, God willing, maybe next year, next season, I will go. There is nothing wrong in any of these things that we said. But the question was, in that things that we did, did God had a place? Did you feel that, you know, I need to come into the presence of God and worship forget about coming. Talk about virtual fellowship. I look for you guys. I look for you gals. And I find very intriguing that people who have time for everything don't have time for God or godly things. How is it that we want to be Behind the steering of God's house. But don't want to linger in the presence of God. My friend, as a man of God. That is appointed by God in this house. I have a word for you. Don't get behind the steering of God's house. Without spending time in the presence of God. It's a very dangerous thing to do. Praise God. We want to maneuver. We want to move where the house of God, the kingdom of God, the church of God has to go and how it needs to go, how it needs to zoom without being in fellowship with God. That's very dangerous. This man lingered, lingered, lingered. Even after having a visual that the dry ground was dry, he waited for God to say, move out, go out. And then he stepped out. And his first act was worship to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen. Alter alters our destiny. Redefines our life and our purpose. Redefines the, the, the trajectory of our lives. Abraham was involved in building altars and sacrifice. One day he built an altar on Mount Moriah. Everything was changed from that day. Praise God. Hallelujah. Elijah. Rebuild the broken altar. He built according to the, to the laws. And he offered a sacrifice. It manifested the power and the presence of God. Paul and Silas bound within the prison. They built an altar. 
altar unto God and offered the fruit of lips giving thanks unto God and we see the power of God was manifested in such a degree and magnitude that the very prison foundation shook and the chains came down praise God hallelujah the altars that you build for God can usher a fresh move of God, can usher the presence of God, can usher the power of God, can usher the favor of God. <laughs> Noah built an altar unto God and he offered sacrifices. Listen to this. The Bible says, God smelled that, that fragrance of sacrifice and come with me the man who was moved by the holy fear of God. The man who was moved by the word of God. He offered a sacrifice to God. And the sacrifice that he offered unto God moved the heart of God. Listen. If you're moved by holy fear, if you're moved by the word of God, the acts that you offer unto God can move the heart of God. Praise God. Quite often we want to manipulate the heart of God. We don't need to manipulate the heart of God. God cannot be manipulated. But when we move according to the will of God and offer unto him the very best of what God has given us, do you know what happens? The heart of God is moved. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, you and I can move the heart of God. Praise God. And do you know what God did? The Bible says God was moved by that. God was moved by his action. Pronounced a blessing upon him and his family. Wow. Praise God. Look. When we build an altar unto God. We usher the move of God. We usher the presence of God. We usher the power of God. And we can usher the blessings of God upon us. Did you see what 9.1 said? So God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Wow. Praise God. Listen, when God's heart is moved, God releases a blessing that cannot be contained by ourselves. It flows to the generations and the generations. Praise God. Hey, hallelujah. The blessing that comes from above, you and I cannot contain in our pockets. You and I cannot contain in our hearts. Praise God. It's a it's a spring that flows. It fills us. It overflows. It flows into the next generation. It flows into so many realms because God has pronounced a blessing. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
Noah did not think it was a waste to offer unto God. Within the depleted resources, he felt the best and the first. The first and the best. When we give to God, give him the first and the best. The Old Testament teaches about the first fruits. Not just giving something to God out of the abundance that God gives us, but giving the first fruit. The first belongs to God. The best belongs to God. In our service, in our worship, in our sacrifice, we have to offer the first and the best unto God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know what David once said? I will not offer unto God anything that would not cost me nothing. This morning, as we are here to worship God, whether you're home or whether you're here, let me ask you, the sacrifice that we are offering unto God, did it cost us something? Yes. Salvation is free. But let me ask you, what has it cost us in worship this morning? Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, it matters. It shows our heart. It shows how much importance we give to the things of God. Praise God. The supreme reason for human existence is to worship God. Knowing who is the greatness of God, the love of God. Praise God. Thinking about his saving deeds, we worship him. Praise God. Look what Jesus said as he quotes the Old Testament, Matthew 14. Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Mind the order. Worship and serve him only. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Sacrifice is an integral part of worship. You cannot have a worship without a sacrifice. Praise God. Hallelujah. Remember, you can't have a worship without sacrifice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, at the same time, don't ever forget that you can sidestep obedience to God and say, I will come and I will worship. Can you imagine if Noah were to tell God, God, I will offer sacrifices unto you, but don't tell me to build the ark. That's too much time consuming. That is too much energy consuming. It's going to take too much out of my time. Don't tell me to do it. I will offer a sacrifice. No. Worship is important. Sacrifice is important. Obedience is important. So if anyone is thinking, I can sidestep obedience and I can worship and I can come and do so many things for God. Let me tell you, God gives premium to obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Praise God. Hallelujah. As we are in the presence of God. What have we offered this morning unto God? When we say glory to God, 
when we say glory to God, one word, glory to God, how much of our heart is involved in it? How much substance there is to that glory to God? How much essence there is to that glory to God? Do you know? When we truly say glory to God, if our heart is in it, there is substance to it, there is essence to it, that glory to God that rolls out of our lips, it goes up and it brings the glory of God down. Praise God. No man can evaluate the essence and the substance or the weight of the glory to God that rolls out of our lips, out of our heart unto God. Only God knows. I can stand here and scream and shout, but only God knows how much of my heart is in it. Praise God. And God who knows my heart and God who knows my motive. When a true, authentic, genuine glory to God rises up into heaven, praise God, the glory of God descends down upon us. Praise God. Our glory to God has the potential to initiate the glory of God to come down. The glory of God, the kabod, the heaviness, the weight of God's glory to come down. Praise God. The Bible says in the Old Testament during the time of Solomon, they offered sacrifices unto God. And as they were worshiping God, praise God, the Bible says, hallelujah, the holy of holies, the temple was filled with the glory of God. And the priest could not minister because the glory had descended. My friend, when was the last time you experienced the glory of God filling in your heart? Praise God. When was the last time you felt the cupboard, the weight, the heaviness of His glory descending into your soul? Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, the man who was moved by holy fear of God could move the heart of God with worship. Praise God. Worship moves the heart of God and it causes God to pronounce His blessings upon you and me. Praise God. You and me are called to be blessed. We are called to be blessed and to bless others. Praise God. Hallelujah. When we bless others, hallelujah, it's not just empty words. But when God's goodness and glory descends into us, the blessings that comes through us will satisfy the souls around us. Amen. Hallelujah. What moves you, my friend, this morning? 
Praise God. What moves you? Does holy fear move you into obedience to God? Hallelujah. Does faith move you into faith ventures? Hallelujah. Does the voice of God moves you into taking steps of faith for God? Does love for God, reverence for God, moves you into worship of God? Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Understanding the greatness of God, does it move you to offer your very best unto God? This morning, what moves you, my friend? What moves you? Shall we close our eyes? Let's pray. Lord, may we be moved by the presence of God, by the holy fear of God, by faith, the word of God, the spirit of God. May we experience a fresh move of God in our lives, in our homes, in our church, in the ministry. Oh, Jesus. May the sweet aroma that emits from the sacrifice of praise unto God move the heart of God to bless us, to pronounce a blessing upon us and upon your children. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Shall we yield ourselves to the Spirit of God so that we shall be led by Him, directed by Him, and may the altars of our lives alter our destiny. We'll sing and we'll give glory to God.